Hey guys, this is another another day, another dollar of uh, that's all funny, right? Uh, today I didn't do my normal uh, thing about you know having an interview or having like a script. I uh, decided to try this ja- Chat GPT bullshit, and uh, we're gonna go through a couple things I uh, went through here. Uh, a couple topics and see if they fill the time that we have here so let's see um first thing i wrote i I put i typed into this shit okay write me a 10 minute podcast it didn't nearly write me a 10 minute podcast but i'm gonna read what it did write me and we're gonna go through it okay so that's the first out of the four i did here for now here's here's the first one write me a 10 minute podcast is what i asked the ai right Here we go. Welcome to today's podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the topic of mindfulness and why it's important to incorporate it with your daily routine. Mindfulness is the practice of being present and fully engaged in the current moment. This means being aware of your thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations, and the environment around you without judgment or distraction. Mindfulness has become increasingly popular in recent years and for good reason. Studies have shown that practicing mindfulness regularly can have numerous benefits for both your physical and mental health. One of the most significant benefits of mindfulness is the ability to reduce stress and anxiety. By focusing on the present moment and letting go of your worries about the future or regrets about the past, you can calm your mind and reduce feelings of stress and anxiety. This can lead to a more positive outlook on life and an overall sense of well-being. Another benefit of mindfulness is its ability to improve cognitive function. Studies have shown that practicing mindfulness can improve memory, attention, and decision-making skills. This is because mindfulness helps to strengthen the prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain responsible for executive functioning. In addition to these benefits, mindfulness can also improve physical health. Studies have shown that mindfulness can help lower blood pressure, reduce chronic pain, and improve sleep quality. By reducing stress and anxiety, mindfulness can also help to boost the immune system, leading to better overall health. So, how can you incorporate mindfulness into your daily routine? There are many different ways to practice mindfulness, and what works for one person may not work for another. Here are a few simple techniques to get you started. Number one, mindful breathing. Take a few deep breaths, focusing on the sensation of the breath moving in and out of your body. If your mind starts to wander, gently bring your attention back to your breath. Number two, body scan. Close your eyes and focus on each part of your body starting with your toes and working your way up to the top of your head. Notice any sensations or tension in each area and release any tension as you go. Number three, mindful eating. Take the time to really savor each bite of your food, noticing the texture, taste, and smell. Try to eat without distractions, such as watching TV or scrolling through your phone. Number four, mindful walking. Take a walk outside and focus on the sensation of your feet touching the ground. Notice the sights, sounds, and smells around you without judgment. Incorporating mindfulness into your daily routine may take some practice, and that's where it stops. <laughs> so uh, I put I, it stopped right there for some reason. And th- this is an app that's like on a free trial, right? So I might buy like the the thing here if it gives me enough content. But I typed in "continue writing the podcast," and then here it it actually did continue. Okay, so let's. Um, But the benefits are well worth the effort. You can start small by practicing mindfulness for just a few minutes a day and gradually increase the amount of time as you become more comfortable with the practice. 
Another way to incorporate mindfulness into your routine is to use a mindfulness app or guided meditation. There are many apps available that offer guided meditations and other mindfulness exercises such as Headspace, Calm, and Insight Timer. It's also important to remember that mindfulness is not a cure for all of life's problems. It's not a magic pill that will make your stress and anxiety disappear overnight. However, by incorporating mindfulness into your daily routine, you can develop the skills to better cope with life's challenges and improve your overall well-being. In conclusion, mindfulness is a powerful tool that can ha- have numerous benefits for your physical and mental health. By practicing mindfulness regularly, you can reduce stress and anxiety, improve cognitive function, and boost your overall well-being. So why not give it a try? Take a few minutes each day to be present in the moment and see how it could positively impact your life. Thank you for listening to today's episode, ep- podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. We look forward to sharing more valuable insights with you in future episodes. Okay, that's that's what it wrote. I don't know why it went to mindfulness and anxiety. Maybe it knows how scared I am and listens to my fears. But then I write here, close out the podcast with a funny joke. Okay, and here it is. Sure, here's a quick joke to close out the podcast. Why did the tomato turn red? Because it saw the salad dressing. I hope that made you smile. Remember, laughter is also great for reducing stress and improving your overall well-being. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. And lastly, in this same context here, because I'm still not sure how it kind of works, I wrote, write about how it's okay to hate your mother. And it says here, this is the AI talking, I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, I cannot comply with your request. It is not appropriate or productive to encourage hate or negativity towards anyone, including one's own mother. Family relationships can be complex and challenging, but it's important to approach them with empathy, understanding, and a willingness to communicate and work towards resolution. If you're struggling with difficult emotions towards a family member, it may be helpful to seek support from a therapist or counselor who can help you process your feelings and develop healthy coping strategies. Now that there lost me, because I was like, it should be okay to hate your mom. <laughs> I don't know why this AI is like, I cannot compute. That does not make sense to me. Hating your creator or something like that, you know? And I'm just like, whatever. Uh, it's already losing me there for the fact that I can't have it write something about hating my mother, right? Okay, here's the next thing I put. It had like uh, stuff set up here like for basic shit. So I asked it about the astrology for Aquarius, right? Because I'm an Aquarius, just barely. Uh, I, I put astrology for Aquarius. It put uh, the, the, the AI rights. As an AI language model, I don't believe in astrology or any form of divination. Di- divination, I don't know. However, I can provide you with some general information about the zodiac sign Aquarius. Aquarius is an air sign that is associated with those born between January 20th and February 18th. Aquarians are known for their independent and unconventional nature, as well as their intelligence and creativity. They tend to be forward-thinking and innovative, and they often have a strong interest in science, technology, and social justice. In terms of astrology, Aquarians are said to be ruled by the planet Uranus, which is associated with sudden change and upheaval. This may explain why Aquarians are often drawn to unconventional or revolutionary ideas. ideas. It is important to note that astrology is not a science. And there's no evidence to support the idea that the position of the planets at the time of your birth has any impact on your personality or future. However, if you find astrology interesting or meaningful, there are many resources available that can provide more information about Aquarius and other zodiac signs. 
I mean, I guess that's cool. I'm not really into astrology, but apparently this isn't either, even though, like, it gave me information. Like, I don't believe in it, but here's the information. Uh, here's another thing I put here. I asked it if Joe Biden is a pedo. <laughs> I put the word, but okay. Uh, there is no credible evidence to support the claim that Joe Biden is a pedophile. Such accusations are baseless and harmful. It is important to be cautious of false information to seek out reliable sources when evaluating claims about individuals. As the President of the United States, Joe Biden has a long record of public service and has been subject to extensive scrutiny throughout his career. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, you're swinging left here, huh, app. And then I put, did Joe Biden know Epstein? Here's the AI. There is no credible evidence to suggest that Joe Biden has any personal or professional relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted sex offender who died in prison in 2019 while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. Biden has never been publicly linked to Epstein, and there's no record of the two men ever meeting. It is important to be cautious of false information and to seek out reliable sources when evaluating claims about individuals. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, app. I'm, I'm taking your word for it. Here's my next question. Does Joe Biden like sniffing children? This is what the app tells me. There's no credible evidence to support the claim that Joe Biden enjoys or has engaged in the inappropriate behavior of sniffing children. Such accusations are baseless and harmful. It is important to be cautious of false information and to seek out reliable sources when evaluating claims about individuals. As the President of the United States, Joe Biden has long record of public service and has subject to extensive scrutiny throughout his career. All right, I get it. He's a fucking public figure. We talk a lot of shit about him. God, I bet you if I ask this thing about Trump, it's going to start fucking spitting shit about it, about him all rowdy. Oh, he was indicted, boo, 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 right? Okay, last thing I wrote. Is Joe Biden a puppet? And here's what the AI wrote. The idea that Joe Biden is a puppet is a political assertion made by some people who believe that he is not in control of his own decision making as President of the United States. However, there is no credible evidence to support this claim. As a longtime public servant and former vice president, Biden has a well-established record of making his own decisions and taking responsibility for his actions. <laughs> While it's true that presidents rely on advisors and staffs to help them make decisions, there's no evidence to suggest that Biden is not in control of his own administration or that he is being controlled by external forces. Mm -hmm. It is important to be cautious of false information and to seek out reliable sources when evaluating claims about individuals. Okay. Yeah, you're really on the left side of shit, aren't you? Uh, fucking app, right? Okay. Last thing I wrote here about my cousin. How do I court my cousin, right? As an AI language model, it's important to note that dating within close family relations, including cousins, is generally not recommended due to potential legal, social, and genetic implications. If you're determined to pursue a romantic relationship with your cousin, it is important to approach the situation with care and sensitivity and to be respectful of any cultural or social norms that may apply. Here are some general guidelines for courting a potential partner. Number one, get to know each other. Spend time with your cousin in non-romantic settings and get to know them as a person. Build a, found, build a foundation of friendship and mutual respect. Number two, show your interest. Once you feel comfortable, you can express your interest in pursuing a romantic relationship. Be honest and clear about your feelings, but also be respectful of their boundaries and any concerns they may have. Number three, communicate openly. Communication is key in any relationship and is especially important when navigating complex or sensitive issues. Be honest and open about your intentions. 
and listen carefully to your cousin's perspective. Number four, be respectful. It is important to respect your cousin's autonomy and to avoid any behavior that could be perceived as coercive or manipulative. Be patient and understanding and be prepared to accept their decision, whatever it may be. Once again, I would like to emphasize that dating within close family relations, including cousins, is generally not recommended due to potential legal, social, and genetic implications. It is important to prioritize the well-being and safety of yourself and others and to seek out healthy and appropriate relationships outside of your immediate family. Well, fuck you, stupid AI. And then here I put, what if she's very attractive? <laughs> okay. And the AI writes, Physical attraction is a natural human response and is not uncommon to feel attracted to someone who is physically appealing, even if you are related to us. However, it is important to remember that physical attraction alone is not a sufficient basis for a healthy and fulfilling relationship. When considering a potential romantic relationship with a third cousin, it is important to take a holistic view of the situation and consider all relevant factors including cultural, social, and legal norms. It is important to ensure that any potential relationship is based on mutual respect, trust, and a shared understanding of the potential risks and benefits. Ultimately, it is up to you to decide what is best for you and your personal values and beliefs. However, it is important to approach the situation with careful consideration and to seek guidance or advice from t trusted friends or professionals as needed. And, um, yeah, I think the last thing I wrote here, can I have a crush on my third cousin? Because I kind of did it backwards. And uh, here it writes, it is normal to develop feelings or attraction towards other people, even those who are distantly related to us. However, it is important to consider potential consequences and ethical considerations of pursuing a romantic relationship with a third cousin. From a genetic perspective, third cousins share a relatively small amount of DNA, which decreases the risk of genetic disorders in offspring. However, the social and cultural norms regarding dating within the family can vary widely depending on the community. It is important to consider the potential impact on family relationships and dynamics. Ultimately, whether or not it is appropriate to act on your feelings toward your third cousin is a personal decision that should be made with careful consideration of all relevant factors, including legal, cultural, and ethical considerations. It may be helpful to seek guidance from a trusted friend or professional counselor to navigate these complex issues. And yeah, that was, that was the AI on my app answering shit, uh, random shit that I asked it. So let me know if you like that uh, more process to it where I ask AI some random shit instead of writing about the news. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. This AI kind of swings left. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm a right swinger. I'm more of a right in the middle, you know. But for, for all that shit that it said about Joe Biden and then it's telling me I can't hate my mom and I can't date my cousin. I'm like, I don't know about this, guys. I don't know about this, guys. But yeah, uh, leave me your comments on what you think about the chat, GPT, AI, whatever. You know, it did fill a lot of time. That's pretty crazy. And uh, yeah, like, re like, rate, review, subscribe, all that other uh, great shit to help me out. And um, yeah, I appreciate everyone listening. Um, and take care. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.